1: Most people have these dreams and ambitions, yeah. but as soon as they done their nine to five, they're tired and they're gonna sit on the couch and watch TV. Yeah. Well, if you really analyze how you're spending your hours, mm-hmm. most people are spending hours and hours and hours and hours yeah. on Instagram, social media right now, right? Yeah. People are spending hours watching television shows, right? There's power. I don't even know what TV shows are out there yeah, right yeah, now. So yeah. they're watching all these different shows, yeah. right? They're 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 even. In intramural leagues, right? They're playing yeah. as if they're going to be LeBron James. Like, yeah. yo, your time is up. Right. You don't have time to be out here That's playing right. ball for four or five hours a day. Yeah. You need to be locking in and yeah. really honing in on what it is that you want. Right. Why, why am I going to be entertained when I'm yeah. when I'm not when I'm not where I need to be in life? For sure. Yeah. Right. So yeah. why am I going to devote any time and energy? Watching another man, another woman, another person wow. work. Yeah. That's like me showing up to your job on you working in, right. in the bank right. and just say, hey, I'm just going to watch I'm you for watch the day. It's, right. like, it's entertaining. <laughs> right. Like, why watch the game when I had the opportunity to be the mm. game?
2: Pay attention and listen, you about to teach class. Inside the boat, my man asks cash. So get your man right, Thursday night. A PM to see him change all that Millionaire mindset, the best on earth. Blueprints, the wealth, and not a network. get it Why you can, and he's standing right here. Just come inside the vault and see black millionaires. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Come inside the vault and see black millionaires. Oh yeah. 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 You won't ash cash, you can catch it right here in the vault. Alright, so welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. I am excited. So first and foremost, this is the greatest money mindset show on the planet. And so when we talk about inside the vault, I'm talking about metaphorically, and literally, like we're literally inside the vault, but metaphorically, we get inside the mindset. And so we bring in legends, we bring in people who are revolutionizing the game. You know, we got, you know, I got somebody who is a young legend, somebody who has the mindset that says, listen, I know what I want. I don't care who you are, what you stand for. If you are not on my vision, I'm gonna do this the way I need to do this because I have this vision and nothing's gonna stop me. I got, I got Mr. I was. Was Airbnb before Airbnb? Yo, I got a, a former former banker, so we gonna talk that talk, talk that same language. My guy, Doug Depp, What's up, Doug? What's up, brother? What's going on, man? Oh man, man it's
1: love, man! I'm so happy to be here. It's another beautiful day to get it, yes, and sir. I just want to thank you for having me yes, on your
2: platform yes, and just
1: sir. be just be able
2: to share that information, share that value. Yes, sir. Now I appreciate it. you, man. Like I, you know, I'm a fan of yours, man, because um, you know, there's a lot of people that say, you know, so first and foremost, there's a lot of people who um know what they, they I mean there's not a lot of people who know what they want right, right a lot of right. a lot of people um just sort of like go through life and just try to figure it out along the along the way yeah. um but you you're somebody that had you know had a vision yep. um and you stuck by that vision um you know years later that vision has paid off tremendously okay. um but also somebody who you know was not afraid to take risks uh somebody who's not afraid to make sacrifice right mm-hmm. because I think that one of the things um that uh you know like like the famous Mike Tyson quote that says that you know everybody wants to win but nobody wants to get punched in the face right, right. um and it's like yo if you if you want to if you want to win you got to know that you might get a bloody nose you mm-hmm. might get punched in your face right yes. Um, And and so you were somebody who uh, really kind of exemplified in your actions that you are willing to do whatever it takes, right, to to reach the level of success that you knew, right? You know abundance is your birthright, and you were like, yo, I know abundance is my birthright. I'm willing to take a sacrifice in order to get there, and so I'm teeing this up, but before we even get there, right, (laughs) y'all going to have to watch to get there, (laughs) I promise you. Before we get there, for those who don't know, who is Doug Depp? All right, so
1: Doug Depp, let's see. I grew up in a place called Bluebell, Pennsylvania, like right outside of Philadelphia, and came from like a middle class family and mm-hmm. so forth, right? And lived with both my parents, thankfully. They had finance backgrounds dad, CPA, dad was in the record business, mom was a, a pharmaceutical and finance, right? Mm-hmm. But my brother was locked up. He mm-hmm. was locked up. We had to go to a place called Greaterford. So every single Sunday, we're going out to Greaterford. I'm putting money on his books. Anytime I'd have a birthday, I'm putting money on his books. Mm-hmm. And that whole experience going to Greaterford Prison was. T- and what traumatizing. was your brother locked up for? He was locked up, he was selling drugs. Okay. Yep, yeah, 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 so he was, yeah. he was a dope boy, uh, had all the flyest gear. I looked up to him, really. yeah, he was 15 yeah. years older than me. Yeah. But going through Greaterford was a situation where. You know, you could imagine being in middle school, getting patted down, yep. getting searched. Yep. You know, having to turn around, put your hands up. So it was completely traumatizing. But you I had was coughing
2: all that. Had stuff. Call, yeah, all that. You know, so, you know. Psh, yeah, listen, yeah. listen. Yeah.
1: So th- just going through that experience, it traumatized me. To be honest with y'all, I was like, yo, whatever my brother did, I don't want any parts at, to, to a point where I have to be somewhere in here, mm, right? Yeah, yeah. So my parents, they broke it up mm. in terms of, hey, every Sunday we would do that. they took us to open houses, took Mm -hmm. my sister and I to open houses, Mm -hmm. took my little nephew to open houses. Mm -hmm. So now I got excited about seeing these properties, seeing these, I mean, talking about properties, they had the cookies in the oven, Mm -hmm. had the different playrooms and so forth. And I'm talking about just expanded my whole mindset that one day I know that I want to have properties. I want to be able to own something like this one day. So I was thankful for that experience. So, you know, growing up, I went to a school called Germantown Academy and they they recruited me to play basketball. I didn't even know they recruited people in Mm -hmm. fifth grade to go to a private school that cost $30,000, right? Mm -hmm. And My parents, they didn't have $30,000 to pay every single year for me to go to school. So luckily I got a a basketball scholarship. My mom was a finesser in regards to knowing how to get what she wanted for a very low cost. Mm -hmm. My dad was extremely, extremely frugal. Mm -hmm. But by going to that school, it just opened up my whole mindset, my whole horizons, Mm -hmm. right? So it's, it's almost like, Once you're exposed and see things, you can't unsee it. Absolutely agree. So now I was seeing things like, I was going to bar and bat mitzvahs, right? Mm -hmm. For those that don't know, uh, in the Jewish religion, when you turn 13, if you're a guy and turn 13 is their rite of passage, that's Mm -hmm. a bar mitzvah. Mm -hmm. And the women's same thing is a bat mitzvah. Mm -hmm. So these are huge weddings where families are paying 50 to 100 grand just for one day, the limo Mm -hmm. service, putting them up in chairs Mm -hmm. and so forth. And, you know, what blew my mind away was on one bar mitzvah, they pulled out um, they were getting Range Rovers, limo service, mm. trips to Australia. Mm. So I just it seemed too much. Yeah. But really, what that did was it piqued my curiosity. Yeah. I could have gotten jealous, like, oh man, I wish I could have these things. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm you know I'm envious of these guys. But no, I said, you know, let's dig a little deeper. Yeah. What, like, what do these fam, what do these families do? Yeah. You know, there are doctors, there's lawyers, but they all had the commonality of owning real estate, yeah. right? So, it just got to the point where they had apartment buildings, Mm. beach houses, right? Shore houses. Mm. We didn't know nothing about them. My parents didn't take us to the beach, right? Right, These guys would go to their shore house, their cabins. Mm. So, it just piqued that interest that, you know, I need to be in the real estate. You know, my parents would take me to the prison and seeing those open houses. These guys, the families, the rich families going to their houses and so forth, seeing this real estate. They are renting out people like Allen Iverson mm-hmm. back in his heyday mm-hmm. for birthday parties. Mm-hmm. So I said, I want to be like this one day. Mm-hmm. So that commonality of owning real estate just stuck with me, mm-hmm. right? And I remember my dad gave me this book, Richest Man in Babylon, mm-hmm. back when I was in seventh grade. Yep. I mean, that book to this day, I read it at least once a year, sometimes yeah. twice, three times a year, yeah. simply because those core principles are what stuck with me today. Yeah. But I wasn't ready for that in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. But then when I was in college, went to University of Delaware, graduated early in three and a half years with a finance degree. Nice. But I was one of those guys that, yes I did party, I, I wasn't just all the time in the library, yeah. but I got efficient with my time. Mm-hmm. I realized that the time is the most important thing that you have. Mm-hmm. So now, in college, you know, there's days where you're only taking two classes a day, mm-hmm. three classes a day. But I, used, I woke up extremely early, knocked out all of my work for, for school, went to class, then I was still able to party almost every other day. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Doug, you're always at the parties, but you're still getting good grades. How are you doing it? Yeah. The secret was waking up early. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I had that, that ability to wake up early was because, I, like, when I was a kid, I wasn't able to sleep past 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. My dad would knock on my door at 5 o'clock and say, yo, Doug, it's time to clean this house. Mm-hmm. We had a 5,000-square-foot house. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there scrubbing carpets, mm-hmm. right, doing whatever it took. But I did. I knew that that's what I had to do, and I'm thankful for that. At the time going through I'm like, no, Dad, why are you waking me up? Other kids sleeping in until 12, playing video games. No, he he built that work ethic in me, and now that work ethic stuck with me. So while I was in college, while other guys are are smoking, partying, and so forth, when, like, these jobs, this is Bank of America, Mm -hmm. so right in in Delaware, if you know, there's tons of banks, like, that's the hub of banking, especially for the credit card division. So these banks and different uh, companies will come to the actual school, And do interviews Mm. but most of the guys that i would talk to they weren't going to these interviews because they're partying Mm. and they would see me walking around campus with a suit on and a tie on Mm. because i'm going to interviews because i'm paying my own way through school right Right, so I'm working the summer breaks, winter breaks, spring breaks. I'm talking about putting in yeah. 16 hours a day yeah. working at Nutrisystem, selling weight loss food over the phone. Because yeah. I knew that I had to foot the bill. Yeah. Right, these yeah. other guys, they might be tacking on huge loans. They might have you know family members paying for the their way through school. But since I had to pay, I had to pay attention. Yeah. I couldn't afford to miss classes. Right. Yeah. So now these jobs are coming in. I locked in a job with Bank of America in their leadership rotational program. Mm -hmm. And this leadership rotational program, they picked me. And I was the only person that looked like me almost like in the whole bank and four other colleagues. So I'm I'm there, I'm working. They gave me $50,000 with a $5,000 sign-in bonus. Mm -hmm. But I remember to this day, it was a traumatizing experience. We're going up the elevator, fifth floor in Bryce Bridge, right in Wilmington, Mm -hmm. going up the fifth floor. And there's this lady, Well, we were with HR, but as we're getting off the elevator, this lady, she was in tears, mm. and she had a brown box just sitting there with tears, like, waiting to get on the elevator. I'm like, I asked HR, like, hey, what's going on? Why, like, why is she crying? She's a yeah. grown woman, what is she crying for? Yeah. They're like, oh, don't worry about it. We just had massive layoffs. Wow. Right? We had to make room for the new guys. Wow. So, so that stuck with me. I'm like, man, this person gave their life like 15, 20 years to the bank, yeah. had kids in college, yeah. they had mortgages, yeah. they had all this stuff, but just like that, yeah. they let them go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So,
2: American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the US. Visit american-giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at american-giant.com, code STAPLE20.
1: Immediately something clicked in my head like, this can't be, this can't be it. Yeah. I can never rely on somebody else to put food on my table. Yeah. Because right? if you give permission for someone to feed you, mm, now you give them permission to starve, starve you. you right, yeah. So, so that, that's when I was like, you know what? That's not it. Yeah. So I worked at Bank of America. I'm talking about I gave them five years of my life mm putting in 70 hours a week yeah. of work, right? Yeah. I'm talking about grinding, yeah. and I'm talking about every time I would go in for a raise, or t- you know, that year-end review, they yeah. say, hey, Doug, your meets meets this year. And this was during when the economy was crashing, and so for your meets meets this year, so we don't have any money in the budget mm. to give you a raise, to give you an increase. Yeah. I'm like, but I just gave you 70 hours of my life yeah. every yeah. single every week, week. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm only salaried for 40 hours. Yeah. So now you're giving me, basically you got 30 hours of free for me. So that's over. Like if I had to go back and sue them, it's like, yo, um, I need that, that money back. you causing me trauma you right now. you me trauma. Man, listen. Memories, bro. They took like 40 grand Facts. right from me. Facts, All yeah. those free hours of me putting in the work. Yeah. But I, I, I said that was part of the sacrifice. Yeah. This was part of the sacrifice, right? Because who was my biggest investor mm. was gonna be Bank of America. Mm. So Bank of America was my biggest investor when it came into real estate because yeah. they funded my nine to five, right? Mm. So they're, they're, they're giving me money every single, you know, every single two weeks. So yeah. I'm using that money and I'm putting it to work for me. Yeah. So at the time, I was living in an apartment building for one year with a girlfriend at the time that we were dating for like three years. Yeah. So I say, you know what, I don't want to rent. Like I know too much. I read Rich's dad and poor dad, I know that, the value of ownership, right? So, we ended up, I ended up buying this property, uh, brand new construction, $250,000 for three and a half percent down. Mm. So there's a program called the FHA, FHA right, loan right. program, which yeah. everyone who doesn't have a house, they need the to H- take advantage of it. Yeah, I
2: think I, I, bought, I bought my first house, I was 25 years old. A, 25, F- yeah,
1: exactly. FHA, we right yeah. around the same what? Yeah. Same age. Yeah. So even at making $50,000 a year, I was still able to buy a quarter million dollar house. Yo,
2: yo, oddly enough, I was working at Bank of America when I bought my first oh, yeah, That's crazy. Look yeah.
1: at that. Look at that. See? I mean, so, yeah. so 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 we here, so I bought bought my first property and you could imagine like I'm in the twenty four something like that so my friends like oh Doug you're crazy you're you're, you're taking on debt you're gonna have to pay that for your lifetime Mm -hmm. don't buy a house just continue to rent and then um so I bought the house anyway Mm -hmm. and my girlfriend at the time she's like oh let me uh let me be on the on the deed of that property, I'm like, well, how much are you bring to the table? Mm. She said, oh, I'm not bringing anything to the table. Mm. I said, oh, okay, so I'm just gonna put up my sixteen thousand. <laughs> right, right. You just gonna be on the deed and <laughs> have right, half right. of this. We're not even married. <laughs> uh, yeah. What type of good sense does that? Mean? Right, right, right. Right. My parents taught me better than <laughs> right, that. Right, Listen, right. you're not doing that. She tried
2: to finesse. Yeah, us she so tried much. to finesse it. Right, to finesse you. Yeah. So,
1: so we got this brand new construction, uh, four bedroom, three and a half bath uh, townhome. Yeah. Right, new construction. I watched it being built and everything. So we're, you know, we're in our in our twenties and we're living in the master bedroom. I said, cool, mortgage 1,300. I said, cool, It's nice. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to pay this mortgage. Mm-hmm. Said, what do you mean you don't want to pay Like you sound a 30 year obligation to pay this mortgage. Yeah. I don't want to pay it. I said, what I want to do is I want mm-hmm. to rent these rooms out. Rent these rooms? Crazy. Yeah, like yeah. I don't want to live with, I just got out of college where yeah. I was living with roommates and so forth. Yeah. I want this freedom, right? We're yeah. adults now. Yeah. So I said, no, we want to rent this room out. So my hands were completely tied behind my back. She yeah. didn't want a lady our age living in the property, which, you know, completely understand, we yeah. don't want any competition in the house. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't want a guy our age in the property either. Yeah. And she didn't want a creepy old man living in the property, you know, don't want to be creeping around yeah. and so forth. Un- understand. Yeah. So my hands were completely tied behind my back. So I mm-hmm. said, you know what? I'm gonna find somebody. Yeah. I'm determined. Yeah. I'm gonna find somebody. Yeah. So I found this retired grandmother on Craigslist looking mm. for a place to stay. Mm. $750 she mm. was willing to pay. Nice. Right. She's down there in the cut, like we three three-level building. So she's right on the first floor, right in front of the garage. So $750. Mm-hmm. $750 hit my palm of my hand. Mm. $750 plus first last and security. Mm. So it was like quite a bit of money that nice. hit my hand, right? Yeah. Over twenty one hundred dollars that hit my hit the palms of my hand. Yeah. I'm like, man. Like this is, it's like something went off right there. Yeah. I said, this is the moment I've been waiting for. Mm. This is the moment I've been waiting for, for somebody to put money in my hand yeah. just for providing them with a roof over their head.
2: Yeah.
1: Right, and when we think about it, what do people need? They need mm. food, yep. shelter, shelter. Yeah. and water. Yeah. So if I can provide one of the three,
2: yeah.
1: I'm always gonna be in business.
2: Hey, how you guys doing? Hold on, don't press that button because that's what I do every time I'm looking at an ad that I don't want to see. This ad just happened to be life changing. I just happen to own one of the biggest home healthcare companies in the state of Georgia. I can help you create your own. Just to give you a little bit of insight, I send out registered nurses, LPNs, and CNAs to take care of people inside of the homes that cannot take care of themselves. But guess what? You don't have to have any medical background and you don't have to have any medical knowledge. So if you're wanting to change your life and you have a passion for actually taking care of people, then go ahead and sign up for Home Healthcare Blueprint. I'll see you guys later.
1: Right, because everything comes down to real estate. So now.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: We're sitting there. I got grandma chilling. She's She's... Living her life, she doesn't even use the kitchen. So I woke up, I said, you know, we have two more bedrooms that were not, they're completely empty, mm-hmm. right? And this is a nice sized townhome. I wanna to rent those rooms out. She's like, oh no, you're absolutely crazy. There's no way I want these people living right across the hall from us. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know these people. Mm-hmm. And I was okay, like, hey, you can get two of your friends living here. Right. She do not want no one living in those two bedrooms. So I woke up another morning, I said, you know what? Do you wanna be rich or do you wanna be poor? Mm. She was like, she thought about for a second. She answered kind of quick. She's like, I'm okay being poor. Wow. It's okay being poor. I like, wait a minute, wait yeah. a minute. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is crazy. I just seen way yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about I seen the limo service, right, I seen right. the Range Rovers, right. they're renting Allen Iverson right, out. Right, right. Like, I seen too much. Yeah. I'm not okay being poor. Absolutely. So, I know that I didn't go to school grind for three and a half years. Yeah. I know that I didn't stay on that that telephone for 16 hours, yeah. paying my way through school yeah. just to be okay being poor. Yeah. I could have been okay being poor and worked at Burger King, my first job. Right, right. Right. But right. I wasn't okay with that. Yeah. So, I, so I went to work and I'm talking. I'm pacing, I'm talking to people, talking to my brother. And um, came home the next day. I said, You know what? It's not going to work.
2: Oh, it's not well, going to work. Hey, so, you're talking about your your girlfriend. My girlfriend. That you was three years. Yup, three mm-hmm. years of some change. And, and you and you came home and was like, Not going to work.
1: It's not going to work. Yeah. So, what do you mean? It's not going to work. It's just not going to work. Yeah, yeah. So, what we're going to do is I'm going to give you two weeks to pack up all your bags.
2: <laughs> nah, nah. Not a two, a two week's week notice. A two week notice. <laughs> yeah, you can't.
1: <laughs> yo i had to yeah yeah, yeah. i had to yeah, yeah. And some people look at me like yo this guy's crazy yeah, yeah he was in love for three and a half years how right. can he just drop the axe like that how could you be so yeah how how you be so heartless yeah 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 because i knew that i'm still young yeah and i knew that if i were to take that other pill
2: mm. and
1: go and stick with her
2: yeah
1: i would still have been working at bank of america wow i would still be putting in 70 hours a week at work yeah right i still would have been in that same spot yeah i still would have been upset Aggravated yeah. and I would have been doing this until I was 67 and a half years old wow, yeah. Right because that's the, the best year to retire that's because right. you get all the benefits and so forth. Yeah, but I wasn't willing to do that Yeah, I was willing to take a risk on myself wow. Give her a two-week notice. Yeah. So that's short-term sacrifice yeah. for a long-term gain. Yeah, so yes There's some casualties in war, right? right. It's part right. of the process. Yeah. right yeah. and unfortunately she was a casualty yeah. But we had to keep moving you yeah. know the show kept moving wow. so now gave her the two-week notice she probably didn't really believe me, there was tears involved yeah. and so forth. Yeah. Where did I go? went right back on Craigslist. People mm. sleep on Craigslist, yeah, go- yeah, 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 and yeah, I will yeah, talk yeah. about it later, but oh, I made yeah, yeah, millions yeah, yeah. on Craigslist. Yeah, yeah. So I put out the ad, found these two guys from Las Vegas, they're working at the Venetian, they were relocating to Delaware, at Delaware Park was a casino. Yeah. So I moved them in. The same day that she's moving out, she's mm-hmm. walking down the steps. These two random guys I met on Craigslist are coming up the steps. Mm. People are like, yo, Doug, you do your background check. I figured if they got approved, you know, going through, working at a casino, you right, got go to go through some heavy background yeah, checks. So I yeah. figured, you know, most of the heavy background checks were done working right. at a casino. Absolutely. So these guys come up. They're living they pay me 650 650 mm. another first last security so a whole bunch of water cash nice nice nice. let me, let me do the math 650 650
2: 1300 plus 750 you had 21 5 and your mortgage is 13 so you up 700 650. yeah yeah 650.
1: Sheesh. so most people be like yo i'm cool you yeah. working at bank of america yeah you mind you people at bank of america thought i was absolutely crazy nice. first thought i was crazy buying yeah. a house so young
0: yeah
1: thought i was crazy um renting to a random grandmother wasn't even my grandmother right right. now they thought i was crazy for getting rid of you know my girlfriend for three and a half years almost Mm -hmm. at this point yeah and then i said then they thought it was real crazy Mm -hmm. moving some guys from from vegas right guys i never even met never even really seen them what they even look like right right right, right. i knew that they were willing to live somewhere and that the the um delaware park did their background check so i said hey you know what we're gonna go ahead and rock out with this yeah so now i'm still a young guy Living in the master bedroom, we got the soaking tub, we mm. got the shower, stand up shower, we got the double vanity sinks, we got the walk in closet, mm. we got the balcony off the bed, I got the king bed, yeah. you know, with the mirrors set up and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living life. So, yeah, living the life. Yeah. So then I'm like, you know what? I woke up another morning, I said, so I don't need any of this. Mm. I'm not trying to impress no one. Wow. Right? Cause I'm all about being frugal and just, Mm. I'm not trying to be flashy and try to, you know what I mean? So I said, you know what? Fash
2: out the pops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Extremely frugal. I mean, he drew like a
1: 1985 Beamer like (laughs) all through my whole life. (laughs) Right, right, right. right. So so now I said, you know what? I don't need any of this. So I took that king bed that I had and I moved it down to my two car garage. Wow. Two car garage. So I moved the king bed. Um, my little dresser. It's, it's set cold
2: up. In, in Delaware, though. Yeah, it's cold. It gets cold. And you moved so, to the garage.
1: Yeah. So my garage, no insulation. Sheesh. And with the garage door, like typically the garage door opens and closes. Yeah. To this day, my garage door is stuck, completely mm. stuck. I can't even open it. Wow. Because I took the spray foam insulation and sprayed the seams <laughs> the seal in all the air, so it was airtight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so I'm in this garage, and I made a little makeshift for my closet, put my suits up, and so forth. Wow. But I lived in this garage. And I rented out the master bedroom for another $750. Ooh. So now we cash flowing serious, Ooh. right? Oh yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Na- so now, right? Yeah. So so just, just for context, yeah, if I do the math correctly, 21.5, yep. now you got 750, you literally doubled, right? Yep. So now your mortgage is $1,300, Yep. You're 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 making enough to pay your mortgage and you're making your mortgage back. So now you're making an extra thirteen hundred dollars right. a month on top of
1: yeah, yeah. Was it was $2,800 yeah. minus $1,300. So now we cash on about $1,500. Right, 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 We got a little, um, you know, of course, I'm, I'm covering the cable and some electric and so forth yeah, 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 out of yeah, that. Yeah. So I'm clearing probably about like $12, dollars 12 50 a yeah, month. Yeah. Right. And that's in addition to working for the right. bank. Right.
2: And, you, and you, uh, what was you, what was your title at, at, at the bank? A
1: senior financial analyst. So
2: now you're a senior financial analyst wearing a suit, making, how much you making? Uh, so at that time, they bumped me up to $70,000. So you make making $70,000 in your 20s yeah. plus. You're making an uh, extra $1,300, right. wow, okay, okay. Yeah, so, okay.
1: That, so that's over that's over an extra 13, dollars 14000 yeah. a year. absolutely. Right, by, by me being willing to like, sacrifice. And
2: you're living rent-free, like you're I'm, not, li- I'm living rent-free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm
1: in the garage, so people ask, like, hey, Doug, it's cold in here. Mm-hmm. No problem.
2: Yeah.
1: And I, be, me being frugal, yeah. I really didn't want to put a space heater in there, yeah. so I had a Sub-Zero sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. So for anyone that doesn't know what a Sub-Zero sleeping bag, this is a sleeping bag where literally you hop in a cocoon, yeah. and it has a hood attached to it. Yeah. You can really tighten up right around the eyes and yeah. be, be in that cocoon, yeah. and it's able to withstand negative 20 degrees. So now it's, it's completely cold in here, so i got the Sub-Zero sleeping bag right in this garage, yeah. and I was, I was happy. That, yeah, was, yeah. that was the best two years wow. of my life, wow. bro. And hey, so you did this for two years? Two years. Nice, nice. And the reason yeah. why, because I was really testing myself. Like, yeah. what am I able to do? What am I able to put up yeah. with? Yeah. To reach my goals. Yeah. And my goals are freedom and mobility, Mm -hmm. financial freedom, retiring early. Yeah. Right. To live life on my time. Right. So Yes. Right now, I'm giving 70 hours to this other bank. Yeah. That's just temporary. That's part of the sacrifice. Right. So every day I would hop into that cocoon and it's almost like, you know, I was just just getting ready to branch out, to yeah. become a butterfly, right, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So now, well, that's a
2: barge. You know what I mean? Oh, wait, don't, yeah. mi- don't miss that. <laughs> don't wait, don't let it go wait, ahead. nah, 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 nah. <laughs> don't miss that. Hey, yo, my guy said, yo, every day I was hopping in, into the cocoon so I could be that butterfly. Yo, it's like a rap bar, like, yo. <laughs> Yo, you understand the caterpillar is in the cocoon. Yes. It's going through yo, yo. It's going through the pain yeah. of being in the cocoon. It's building up its strength. It's building up its wings to fly as a hey, butterfly. See see chill, dog. Damn, <laughs> I'm for chill. Listen. chill.
1: So I'm tapped all the way in. Yeah. And Mind you, while I'm in this cocoon phase,
2: yeah,
1: I, I cut out going out partying. Yeah. I cut out watching TV. Yeah. Right. I'm not watching the game. Yeah. I'm not watching LeBron James. I'm not watching, you know, whoever's playing out here. I'm not watching the Eagles play, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, why watch the game when I had the opportunity to be the game? Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. So yeah. why am I going to devote any time and energy watching another man, another woman, another person wow. work?
2: Yeah. That's
1: like me showing up to your job and you working in right. in the bank, right? And just say, hey, I'm just going to watch I'm you for the watch day. You work. It's, right. it's entertaining. Right. right. Why Why am I going to be entertained when I'm yet. when I'm not? when I'm not where I need to be in life, right? So I could go ahead and finish my nine to five and go, you know, warm up a hot and ready real quick and sit down on the couch for four hours, five hours, right? And just be entertained and be, Mm -hmm. man, it's a tough day at work. I'm gonna gonna go do do the same thing tomorrow, right? Which most people do. Mm -hmm. Most people have these dreams and ambitions, but as soon as they've done their nine to five, they're tired and they're gonna sit on the couch and watch TV yeah so now let's say if they have a significant other they say hey I'm gonna do this real estate thing this guy Doug got me all pumped up yeah, yeah, I'm ready right. to go hit it yeah and then after work they go sit on the couch mm-hmm. and their significant other is observing them
2: right
1: like this guy that's sitting on the couch wants me to be a part of his dream right right part of his vision right. and he wants me to be more excited than he is mm-hmm. he's not even that excited mm-hmm. by sitting on that couch right.
2: Yeah.
1: right he's okay sitting on the couch he's okay being complacent where he's at yeah. Cause it's comfortable it's easy Absolutely, right yeah. so a lot of people take the easy road but yeah. I was willing to go ahead and tap in yeah. I'm talking about I'm reading books yeah I'm listening to books, yeah. right so all that free time people like oh, I just don't have the time yeah well if you really analyze how you're spending your hours mm-hmm. most people are spending hours and hours and hours and hours yeah. on Instagram social media right now right yeah. people spending hours watching television shows right there's power I don't even know what TV shows are out there yeah. right yeah. now so they're yeah. watching all these different shows yeah. right they're they're, they're even in intramural leagues, right? They're playing as if they're gonna be LeBron James. Like, yo, your time is up. Right. You don't have time to be out here playing ball for four or five hours a day. Yeah. You need to be locking in and yeah. really honing in on what it is that you want. Yeah. For me, that was that freedom of mobility. So that's why I was willing to sacrifice and really become obsessed with the process yeah. as well as being obsessed with the work. Yeah. So it got to the point where I'm constantly looking at real estate deals. Yeah. I'm at the job, right? So I got so efficient at my job that I'm able to knock up my job in a couple hours mm. And spend that rest of that time mm-hmm. looking at deals, making yeah. calls, yeah. networking with realtors, right? Yeah. putting the next plays together, figuring out how I can use leverage so that way I can learn how to fund my real estate dreams using OPM, other people's, other people's money. money yes, sir. So so that's what I did. Yeah. And that's what the best part about it is I didn't necessarily have a mentor. Mm. I wish I had a mentor because I would have been able to get a lot further than where I am today. Yeah. But I still said, I'm still going to get there no no matter what, right? So I'm listening to these different audiobooks, so I made the audiobooks, they're actually my mentors, mm, right? Yep. So I didn't have anyone I could physically talk to, yeah. but those audiobooks and just listening to them over and over and over again. But I think it was that mindset, yeah. that mindset of just want, wanting more in life. Yeah. That mindset that I'm not going to be a victim in this life, right? You only get one life. Oh. So a lot of people take the victim approach like, oh, I wasn't born into wealth, oh, I, I yeah. came from this block, that block, yeah. and, and they put those those crippling factors on themselves simply because it's really a cop-out. Yeah, That's facts. the easy That's way right. out to blame That's someone right. else to why you're not where you wanna be, yeah. right? Yeah. So I could have very easily said, you know what, um, I'm just gonna, you know, I want, I want this freedom mobility. the job doesn't wanna give me a raise, they're picking on me, they're making me work these extra hours and not giving me these bonuses and so forth, right? But I said no, I need, mm. I need a clear vision of how I can get there. How can I give my own raises, Yeah. right? So by me renting those rooms out, I got my own raises. But another thing that was very important was, you gotta know what to do with the money. Right. So a lot of people get that extra $1,000, extra $1,500, $2,000, what do they do? Most people get stuck right in that beginning phase. So before they even get a chance to break out, Mm. even while they're in that cocoon phase, Mm. as soon as they get a little bit of progress, they're gonna go ahead and blow that progress. Mm. Right, so now you're in a situation where you got that extra $1,000, now you go ahead and increase your expenses $1,000, $1,500. Right. Now you're right back at square one. Yeah. Could you imagine if I just went ahead and blew that $1,000, $1,500 when I was first getting those rent payments? Yeah. I would have still been in that garage. I would have still been at Bank of America. Yeah. I would have still been clocking in and out asking for another man for permission mm. for to take some days off to right. be, spend time with my family, Right. right. Yeah. But the key was I was disciplined, yeah. right? So it, no matter what business you're in, even if you decide not to go the real estate route, yeah. you have to have discipline. If you don't have discipline, then all else is going to fail. Mm-hmm. So I had that discipline to put that money away into investments, right? Yeah. Put that money to the side to get ready for it to buy that next investment property, yeah. right? Then the next property after that. Yeah. So it, it, that's really what it came down to and just, once I started to accumulate these investment properties, I started tapping into something called Section 8, mm. right? So my cousin put me onto this whole Section 8 game where she only had to pay like $100 of her $1,300 rent, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So now that fat, that's taught me another avenue to make money because mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, oh, it's risky. What if they don't pay you? Right. So now I figured out how to tap into these different agencies. Mm. You know, there's the government agencies. Yeah. There's the veteran housing, right? Yeah. There's a huge, a huge... Uh, Right now, there's a shortage of affordable housing mm. across the country. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So now that I could be someone that provides this affordable housing to the masses. Mm. Now I'm always gonna be able to eat, right? Because right. people, again, what they need, they need food, shelter, and water. Yeah, yeah. Right? So if I'm one of the people that's providing that, that shelter, yeah. but I figured out a way how to get those guaranteed rent payments coming in every single month. Yeah. So now it's COVID. Mm. A lot of people are experiencing oh, I'm not receiving rent, mm. people not paying me, mm. right? So I've gotten paid significantly. Mm. During the pandemic, wow. during the government shutdown, yeah. during any nationalization scare, yeah. right? Because I position myself to be where I'm providing people with affordable housing, wow. Wow. right? Wow. So just being able to understand the market and being able to, like, right now what I specialize in is going into the hood. Mm. People, people forget that, they're like, the hood is dangerous, there's killings, there's crime, there's drugs, there's all this stuff going on in the hood, right? A lot of negative. You watch the news, you'd be yeah. like, oh, man, I'm not even leaving. I'm not stepping foot right, outside absolutely. right now, yeah, yeah, it's crazy yeah, 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 out here, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But that's where the gold is, absolutely. right? Always, so, always so, been. so like you go inside the vault, there's there's gold, there's billions, that's, you know what I mean? There's billions yeah. back there. That's, so that's that's how I see the hood. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So people
1: see the hood and they see all this negative, but I see nothing but positivity absolutely. in there. And I see nothing but opportunity. Absolutely. I go down a block of dilapidated buildings, but like, yo, there's over a million dollars on this mm. block. right? All you have to do is know how to tap into it. Mm. So now I specialize in tapping into these abandoned structures. Wow. These buildings that have been vacant for years and years and years, right? Wow. Able to purchase them for the low, fix them up, mm-hmm. be my own general contractor. Mm-hmm. So be your own. That's a whole nother play. Man, be man, old, man, you know, man,
2: man, man. And so, woo, wait, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so now, right, at what point, at what point did, were you able to uh, retire your job? Yeah. Right. When, when, yep. when were you able to give
1: them the two weeks notice? Yep. So I gave them the two weeks. I was five years at Bank of America. Yeah. I was two years at this Japanese company, Fuji Rebio. Yeah. Uh, you know, doing finance for them. Yeah. And then the last two years was uh, selling acoustical ceiling tiles. Mm-hmm. So I was out in the field and I'm talking about the last job was sweet. Gave yeah. me a company car, yeah. credit card, made my own schedule, my own hours. Yeah. But it got to the point where I didn't wanna get these phone calls. Hey, Doug, did you get that email? Yeah. So it got so bad that I lost the company phone, mm. and I lost the company uh, iPad, Yeah. right? So you can imagine work for a company like, yo, Doug, uh, you didn't pick up your phone. I was like, yo, I don't even know where the phone's at.
2: Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But
1: but it got to a point where my cash flow that was coming in from these rents yeah. exceeded what I was making at the day job, Yeah. right? And then once I learned how to make money and be my own general contractor, yeah. it didn't make any sense for me to rely on someone else to put that food on my table. Because, yeah, yeah. like, you know yeah. what? At this point in my life, I know how to fish. Yeah. So once you know how to fish, I know how to eat forever. Eat forever fact. So that's the point where I started evaluating my time, that my time is no longer worth $120,000, yeah. right? My time is worth way more than that. Yeah. And these people can't pay me. They can't pay me a million dollars a year right. for me to work for them and give my time, right? Because right. I know that... By me working for myself and putting these plays together and having that cash flow coming in, just probably providing housing. Right. Right. That I'll be able to eat forever and that there's no limit whatsoever. Mm,
2: yeah, yeah, So I don't
1: wanna be in a situation where I had where there's limits. Yeah. Right. I can't go ahead and make more than the owner of the company. Right. 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 So I knew at that point that I had to take a risk and, and bet on myself. Mm. It really wasn't a risk because we had is a proven right? right over those eight years I've proven that it worked. Yeah. Right. Now, of course there was bumps and bruises along the way. Sure. But I knew that I was proven, I was battle tested. Nice. I know yeah. that any and everything that I want, I could have. So yeah. I said, you know what? I'm gonna leave this job. Yeah. And then what happened? My real estate business even accelerated even more yeah, yeah, to yeah, next.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so a couple of things though, right? Because I, I wanna I wanna unpack some of the things. I think number yeah. one, uh one of the important things to unpack for anybody who's like really listening, right? Like if you're really listening, um, there's power in contrast, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know here you are uh, growing up, so, sort of middle income, but still having the experience of uh, having to visit your brother in jail and knowing mm-hmm. what you don't want, right? right? Which is which is where the contrast comes in at. Because when you don't, when you know what you don't want, you're able to see that part of the life then you're able to see you know your friends who are having the bar mitzvah, the bat mitzvahs uh they they're living this this abundant life on a different level yeah. and so you're like hmm this or that this right. or that right so now you get to that contrast that's telling you you know which which direction you want to go and so now you make a decision right. that this is like I, I, like you said I can't unsee this Um, and so now you you, that contrast is really really good uh, because those who know what they don't want are in a position to know what they do want um, and then now you make a decision that this is what I want and at the time you're willing to do anything that it it, it takes for you to get what you want including right choosing freedom and mobility over love right over you know you know someone that you're in a relationship that you have the foresight right like listen Baby, I love you, yep. but at the end of the day, we're not going in the same place. We're not going in the same direction, so mm. we got to go willing to, 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 to temporarily take a step back, yep. right? You know, become that caterpillar, become that, you know, go in that cocoon in order to create that that butterfly effect where now you're, you're flying and soaring. And so take us to... Um, what does the empire look like now? So, you made all those sacrifices. Yeah. Uh, you got to a space where you said, you know what, I'm, you know, I'm a bet on myself. Yeah. Um, you know, give, give me, give me, give me, give me the life of Doug Death. <laughs> give hey, me the
1: empire. Hey, hey, listen, so, so we literally built the empire starting off that first property, right? Yeah. It's the power of one. Mm. That's really all it takes, right? Yeah. A lot of people will see, oh, I want a thousand houses, right? Let's just go ahead and get that first property, yeah. right? <clears throat> so, that power of one started to multiply. Yeah. Right, so just started to put my money to work, build up that empire. Yeah. So now, I mean, people ask me all the time, like, how many properties do you have, and mm. so forth. And to be honest with you, I don't know, mm. and it's not enough. Mm. Right, and the reason why I had that mentality that is not enough mm. is simply because, imagine playing a game of basketball. Right, I'm a basketball player, yeah. or used to be, you know, a good yeah. basketball player, yeah. what have you. But you know, imagine you're a hooper for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so imagine you make a layup. Yeah. And the first thing you do, you run to the scoreboard. Yo, how many points is that? Mm. Okay, cool, cool. Make a block shot. Run over, How many blocks? Okay, mm. cool, cool. I get a steal. How many? Mm. Right? You're starting to put limits on yourself. You're starting oh, to celebrate a little that. too early, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not where I need to be, so yeah. I don't have enough properties, right? Mm. So that's, the, that's that helps me keep that killer instinct. Yeah. Like, for instance, you know, last week uh, we, we closed on, like, three deals. Mm. I got a, what we got? 15 units in the chamber mm. that would be closing in the next 15 days. Yeah. So the unit count is constantly elevating, yeah. right? So like the life of me is I'm constantly looking at deals. Mm. Like I was up this morning at 4.30 looking at deals, mm. right? Because I don't have enough, yeah. right? Because I still have that hunger, mm. right? I'm still starving mm. essentially, mm. right? Mm. So now we had a situation where we're picking up single families, mm. small multi-families mm. and we're getting ready to do ground up construction. Wow. So I'm all about challenging myself and pushing myself, right? So just in these next, uh, next 30 days, we're picking up 22 um, parcels of land, mm-hmm. or, or pieces of land where I could do 22 units. Wow! So there's some triplex parcels, mm-hmm. uh, six unit parcels, and so forth, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm constantly challenging myself. Yeah. But the day in the life is putting, putting plays together, essentially, okay. right? Yeah. So I'm up the top here, say, okay, we're going to buy these, these six properties here, our active construction sites. Yeah. Let's go ahead and put the play of what everything needs in order to be fully completed, right? Then once those properties and projects are complete, then what we'll do is we'll get them tenanted. Mm. Then once we get those properties tenanted, we'll be able to refinance those properties, get our initial cash back, right, and then be in a situation where we're recycling that money over and over again. Nice. So let yeah. me just give you kind of an example, right? So again, on Craigslist, mm-hmm. I picked up this uh, property for $25,000, mm-hmm. this is right on Temple University's campus, mm-hmm. uh, right in North Philadelphia, mm-hmm. right? You got the projects literally right across the street, mm-hmm. got it for $25,000, needs a full gut renovation, mm-hmm. right? So I picked it up for twenty-five, dollars but the value after it's fixed up mm-hmm. is worth over $650,000. Wow! Right? And that's just me just being able to go fishing on Craigslist Man. every single morning, wow. every single morning, right? So now I just got my budget approved. Hey, but wait, how
2: much, how much work does it need, 25?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, so it's 25,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put the construction budget at $320,000, just got approved, right? Yeah, yeah. But since I'm my own general contractor, oh. I'm gonna be able to get the work done for $175, true cost.
2: Sheesh.
1: Right, so 320 minus $175, I don't have my calculator on me, but it's a couple of dollars.
2: Right, right. right. So, right. so, so 320 minus 175. You talking uh, 150? Was that 150? Yeah, 145. 145. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That that you pocket. That pocket as the GC. As the GC. Right. 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 And right, you pocket first. You <laughs> chill, chill, Doug. Chill, you, you pocket that as the GC, right. but then once the work is done, right. now you've, you've earned over 300,000 more in equity. Right. Sheesh. So now you got something worth
1: 650,000. Yeah. So if I take it to the bank and say, hey, I want to refinance this property at 75% of the value, right? So now let's do the math, 650 times 0.75, uh, you're looking at, uh, let's see, what's that, what's that? 650, 650. Was so they like 120, 130, 140, 150? I think it's like six fifty minus one fifty, so six hundred like they they'll give me a loan for about five hundred thousand. Wow. Five hundred thousand. So now if I go up to that seventy five percent, five hundred thousand minus I pay my short term lender back. Yeah. You know, they're three hundred and twenty. Yeah. So five hundred minus three twenty. That's, a, that's another, like, buck eighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, if I wanted to really cream them, yeah, yeah. that's another 180 plus what I just made, 145 as yeah. the GC. Yeah. That's a $300,000 play. Wow. Roughly. Wow. And now we have three units. Wow. Three units are going to rent anywhere between 1200 to $1,400 per unit, mm-hmm. right on college campus. Yeah. Right, right in the appreciating area. Right. So that's how, when I talk about learning how to fish so you wow. can eat forever. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just do
1: the math to make $300,000 at the bank. Yeah. You know, let's say in the beginning I'm making fifty thousand dollars a year. Mm. Right? But you are only really seeing 35,000. thirty-five thousand. Right. Let's say we yeah. seen we touching thirty thousand of that. Yeah. So that, that that little play right there is equivalent to, so you're making thirty years, that's ten years of my oh, life working wow. at the bank. Absolutely. That's
2: Absolutely.
1: 10 years of working the, uh, life at Off the of bank. Off of one play though. Off of one play. Which you're doing
2: multiple of those plays, <laughs> right. right? Right. That's wow. why
1: that's why the power of knowledge. Yeah and just knowing how, right? Why do you think people are buying up up real estate? Like we're in a piece of real estate right now, right? There's cranes everywhere. There's construction going on across the whole country, right? There's a reason why people are building right now. There's a reason why there's lumber shortages because people are building because they understand how real estate works. They understand that it's a numbers game, right? Once you understand the numbers, right? Then you can eat forever. Absolutely. But it's far too often, a lot of people want to play the game of real estate Mm. Without understanding the numbers, numbers yeah, so yeah. all it is a number. I'm a finance right, guy, right, so I'm right, looking right. at Do the numbers. Make sense? Yeah. All right, that's the deal. I'm gonna buy it. Nice. Yeah. I care almost less about the condition. Right. I care about how the numbers how the look. The numbers look. Right. 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 So, so yeah. you see, it's far too. All people just want to. People just want to go ahead and get into real estate yeah. just for I own real estate. Yeah. But are you cash flowing? Mm. Do the deals make sense? Yeah. Are you buying the deals at 65% of the ARV, the after repair value? Mm. Right, I make sure that, especially in my trainings, I'm teaching everybody how to analyze a deal, yeah. how to buy a deal appropriately. Yeah. Right, so when I'm buying these deals, I'm buying them at 65% of the value. Yeah. So that means if I find something, um, it's worth $100,000. Mm-hmm. I need to be all in at $65,000. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about from the purchase and the construction. Mm-hmm. So this is going to ensure me that I'm going to get all of my initial money that I put out. Yeah. I'm going to get that money right, right back. That, yeah. So now. Like the old way I went about investing in real estate, I put 20% down, mm-hmm. but that money would be depleted. I have to wait for it to build back up. Mm-hmm. But now when I buy these properties, I put the money out. Mm-hmm. Then when the product's done, I get that same money right back, back. Right, right. in addition to the extra GC fee, yeah. in addition to the extra cash surplus mm-hmm. from when I do the refinance. Wow. So now imagine that you start off with a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. but you're able to continue to roll it through yeah. the funnel, right? Yeah, the yeah. system, the, the cycle. Right. But every time you go through a full cycle, you get your initial money back mm. and then some on top, mm. but you get another asset mm. that's pumping out more cash flow. Wow! Running through the cycle again, wow. you put that same money back out there, get that same money back and then some more on top, yeah. plus that cash flow. Yeah. So now we're just, all we're doing is we're recyclers. Wow. Right? Wow. wow. So, so all we And, do, and, and yeah.
2: using money the way it's supposed to be used, right? Because right. you reference uh, you know, the richest man in Babylon. Richest man in Babylon don't tell you, make money put in a bank account, right? You gotta deploy those soldiers, right? You gotta deploy those soldiers, yeah, right? yeah. you gotta, soldiers. You gotta, put, you gotta put, them, put them to work. And so using money um, in that way, and so, you know, from, you know, now that, that, that you have built this massive uh, real estate portfolio, this massive cash flow, um, you know, what 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 are some other things that you've decided to sort of like venture in? Are you strictly yeah. you know, in real estate or is nope. there other things that you've done to sort of like diversify, oh, yeah, for you sure. know, what you what you're doing?
1: For sure. So so a couple a couple of things that I've done, uh, working on my third truck. Mm. So put my third truck on the road, yes. and that's hands-off, so that's just a nice passive way yeah. to go about, um, you know, getting more passive income, right? Yeah, yeah. So the way I see it, people's like, Doug, what are you doing about the lumber prices? Mm. Lumber prices going up, what are you going to do? You going to keep building and so forth? Mm. So now I got this truck income coming in every week yeah. to offset the lumber cost, mm. right? Yeah,
2: yeah. So, yeah. so
1: now, and it also cause all about having that money work for you Absolutely. right so I'm, I'm literally just running it right through the mill yeah. now and say okay we're going to allocate some funds over here yeah. so now also i have a cmo's gummy company mm. right so now that i invested in the world's first cmo's gummy mm. you're 100% organic no gelatin oh, nice. vegan halal nice. Third-party nice. tested, all I that need, stuff. I need that. Yeah, I yeah. So that. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm going to send you a couple bottles. Yeah, please, please. But, but now, we're able to not just service the United States. Yeah. We're in the UK, right? Nice. We're opening up in a lot of co- uh, countries across Europe, right? Nice. We have all the VATs and, and all the approvals and so forth about to open up in Canada, so nice. we're expanding that out. Nice. So it's constantly about growing and having your money multiply. Nice. That's why I love The Richest Man in Babylon Absolutely. because it talks about the key principles to have your purse to fatten. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and you always... It's far too often people are not deploying their soldiers. Yeah. People want to sit there and look at their soldiers right in their bank account. Yeah. Soldiers are going to get fat, they're going to get sloppy, yeah. they're not going to be in shape, right? And they're going to start dying off early, back. right? Yeah. You don't yeah. want your soldiers yeah. dying off early. Yeah. You need your soldiers going out there and reproducing and yeah. conquering yeah. Yeah. for you, yeah. right? So now they're able to go ahead and conquer yeah. and reproduce, right. grow. Right. Now when those soldiers come back to the camp, right. they're good, they're good, good, good. That passed the that, pass, that bar. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And you and you know, you know the funny thing about it, and I and I love that you just said that, because I think that's a common Theme uh, with 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 people who know, right? People yeah. who. Um, understand how money works. People who are high earners, um, you know, a few people even on the show have said, listen, the biggest mistake I've made was to have money sitting in a bank account, right? Um, And the funny thing about it is that people believe, uh, you know, they look at money like a trophy, right? Like, you know, and especially people who just don't have never had money before, right? Um, And so people who come from a space of not having money, uh, they want to be able to accumulate, right? They want to accumulate money. They want to have this money, you know, looking at them, they want to, you know, yeah. check their bank account and say, "Yes, I got twenty thousand. I got a hundred thousand. I got a million dollars." Like they want to do that, uh, but it's one of the worst things that people could do, right? Because, like you Man, said, m- first of all, the bank is using your money. Yep. Right, and they're using it at a higher level. I mean, you know, right? Yeah, the bank yeah. is using your money at a higher level yeah. and, and and get rich off of it. Mm-hmm. They're giving you not even a percent of what they're making. Like they're giving you a fraction, right? Yeah. That's a fractional reserve, fraction you know. Reserves, you know yep. Right, so they give you yep. a fraction of what of what you know what's in there. Um, and then, uh, you know, you're losing money because of inflation. Yep, prices going up. You're losing money because you're not putting that money to, to deployment. So right, sheesh. All right. Yeah. Uh, yo, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you're like another thing about that,
1: real quick. People are like, you know, I could show you, so I, I can't show you $10 million in my bank account. I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. But I could take you around and show you $10 million Absolutely. worth of real estate Absolutely. I own. Absolutely. Right. You feel me? Right. So that's a little bit about what you said. Right. Like I, if I have a lot of money in my account, yeah. I'm thinking of the first thing, what can I buy to deploy this so I can have it earning for Absolutely. me, right? Yeah. I'm not a big spender. I'm frugal. I, I get more joy and yeah. excitement out yeah. of buying buildings, yeah. buying properties, yeah. and just watching that money come back in and come right back to me on the yeah. refi. And, yeah. you know,
2: you, and you know the, the great thing about that, though, because I always tell people uh, that, you know, find. Your passion, right? Find something you love, yeah. and that it, it should be impact over income. Yeah. Um, and I love that you know, even though I mean, we joked about you know giving your girl you know two weeks notice and really just doing what you need to do. But the, the truth of the matter um, is that it's a it's a, a basic need, right? And yeah. so when you think about uh, I mean, no disrespect to her, fast shout out to you. But yeah, yeah. if you think about your girl, you know your ex your ex girl. Um, it was fear, right? It was really based on fear. It was fear that was holding her back. Fear from holding her back. Uh, from uh, seeing seeing the light, right? Because what you were doing in essence, right? Think about these two these two guys who were coming from Vegas with not a place to live, but they got this new job and they try to figure things out. Like, it's, it's, like where else can they find a place for six hundred and fifty dollars? And so that's why I said you're Airbnb yeah. before Airbnb right. because you're providing that service. But it's it, but it's literally saving somebody's life. That grandmother who yeah. needed that place to live, where she, mm-hmm. like she like she like she like she needs a place to live, and now you're giving. Her That these people who are you know you who are ishing on the hood who are thinking the hood is not a good place, don't go to the hood, but you're literally finding places in the hood, you're 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 making it better, right? In the hood, you're not turning it back to the hood, just saying, Listen, you know, I'm saying I'm gonna make this better, I'm gonna provide low-income housing two people in the hood and i'm gonna benefit i believe if you bless others you're gonna get blessed right back right. and so now you know you know 10 million dollars later and continue to grow like you're, you're still adding to your net worth you're adding to that and so now a guy who was making fifty thousand dollars multi-millionaire and continues to multiply continues to help continues to so this is this is a phenomenal yeah. you know yeah. space a phenomenal story i love what you're doing and i and i don't want people to uh miss out on the fact that when you have value, right. when you provide impact, when you're helping others, there is a direct correlation, right? Not this pie in the sky, woo woo. Right. No, a direct correlation to you know the the things that you're able to to to, to get. Um, and so I know you're frugal, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I and I I mean before we get, even get into yeah. that, because I do I do know that you um you do have a program where you're teaching people this, right? And that yeah. and that's the other thing, right? Um, you know I I, I love how um, you know the saying where you say uh, if you give a man a fish he's going to eat for a day right yep, yep. Uh, but if you but if you teach the man a fish he's going to eat forever and, right. and, and 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 so now you know not only have you learned all of this information and you 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 know you you've you're, you're a walking testament that this actually works you you're, yep. you're battle tested right mm-hmm. uh, but you're actually also teaching people about how to do that talk about your program for me real quick
1: yeah so so real quick it's all about teaching people how to fish right yeah. so i know that over the last 10 years I went through a lot of bumps and bruises, but I wish I had a blueprint to follow. Yeah. So with the teaching and the mentorship that I provide, I'm teaching people the exact steps to take. Mm-hmm. So now you no longer have to wait and go through every, all the challenges, right? In 10 years of mistakes, lost, you know, losing money and so forth, right? Yeah. Never wanna put your situ- yourself in a situation where you can lose tons and thousands of dollars. It's real estate, right? But now I broke it down into easy to follow steps, right? Journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. So now we're breaking those steps down. And literally given the blueprint that my mentees can follow and they're seeing results, right? So it basically demystifies all of real estate, breaks it down into ways of where you can go ahead and follow. So some of the ways, like for instance, I'm doing something special for just people that listen to the vault. Right? Hey, fast out, let's go, yeah, let's yeah. go, let's go. We let it let us.com. Perfect. Right. So that's just for your your guys, right? Okay. So inside the vaultre.com. And also, if you ever wanna follow me on Instagram and executewithdoug.com as well. But with my program, uh, it's going to be uh, six months. You're tapping in with me, but you're learning the game, right? So every single week we have different calls going on, right? We're working on the mindset first. Then we're teaching you the principles and steps, right? We're talking about how to go about improving your credit, right, and going about getting high lines of credit as well. Like for instance, I just checked my American Express Platinum card today and I have a a range that can go up to $600,000 on the MX Platinum card, right? So we're showing you literally how to go about that. Also teaching you how to be your own general contractor. Mm -hmm. So far too often people fail in the game of real estate because of relying on someone else to put their properties together. Contractors running off with the money, right? Things not working and so forth, right? So now we're teaching you if you want to be your own general contractor, how to be paid being your own general contractor, right? We're also teaching you how to find real estate deals and even teaching you how to go about uh, uh, going about um, finding these real estate deals and even flipping them to yourself, making money. But we're also teaching you other ways to make money through real estate. Like you get, There's a floor play we didn't have time to talk about, but the floor play where you can make an extra ten, twenty thousand dollars 20000 a month mm. just running floors and GC and being the middleman on the floors. So we're doing all this in the mentorship, but the best part about it is it's the fast pass. Mm. So far too often, the other day I went to Six Flags, mm. right? And for whatever reason I was being frugal and I didn't tap into the fast pass that they had. Mm -hmm. So I had to wait in line. So literally I spent five hours at Six Flags and only rode three rides. Wow! Whereas if I would have paid the additional money for the fast pass, I've been able to ride about 20 rides mm-hmm. in that same amount of time. Yeah. But that's kind of like how life is. That's yeah. how the game of real estate you is. Up, right? are so, 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 so up, bro. I see so, what you're it. Yeah, out yeah. you're barred up. So, so, yeah, yeah. so, so, so if you want to be a part of that fast pass, that yeah. fast lane, yeah. tap in with the mentorship. It doesn't yeah. have to be me, it could be anyone, right. but make yeah. sure you tap into the blueprint so you can avoid a lot of costly mistakes yeah. and you can get to your goals a lot faster yeah. and have that freedom and mobility as well as that generational wealth.
2: Yeah, No, I love it, man. So make sure y'all check out InsideTheVaultRE.com. Um, and so I mean knowing that you're frugal though I know that you're frugal yeah. uh, but, but, but you t- you, you touch some coins right? Yeah. Uh, what, what would you say uh, has been the most extravagant thing you've done with money so far?
1: That's probably buying the house that I live in now
2: okay okay <laughs> so okay. still
1: it's still you know a property and so far yeah. I said, hey instead of me putting my, my money out you know into a yeah. fancy sports car, still yeah. buy a house and, yeah. and live comfortably. yeah so that was probably the biggest check you know I had to cut a check for about 200 grand okay. for that. Okay. But we just refinanced down to 2.7% interest rates. Okay. was able to do some maneuvers there. Nice. Other than that, was but just... But no, talk
2: about the house, though. Don't try to blase that. What, yeah. kind of, what kind of house is it? What is uh, it looking it's,
1: like? It's a it's 5,000 square foot nice. uh, property. Nice. Uh, seven beds, nice. four and a half baths, nice. rooftop deck, nice. uh, two-car garage, nice. charger station for the Tesla. Oh,
2: okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, All something right. Light. Okay. Something okay. light. Something okay. light. <laughs> light work, light work, Con Edison. Yeah, yeah. All right. And so, um, uh, t- what, what would you say is the most impactful thing you've done with money? I think the most
1: impactful thing is, is literally just giving opportunities, so when I'm going into these neighborhoods, I'm yeah. giving people opportunity to work, yeah. to, you know, to, to help and see the process of the construction, yeah. and also just always giving out free game and information, so like as I'm going through, you know, even with my tenants and the people that live in the property, their young kids, I'm yeah. talking with them, explaining how real estate works, right? Yeah. Anytime I'm in the, in the city, in the hood, essentially, I'm talking with people and explaining and breaking down the game, so that way they can go ahead and take that information and run with it, right? So I'm real big on just giving information and giving value and teaching people how to fish. I've never really been big on just, hey, I'm gonna give you a lot of fish, give you a bunch of turkeys, and then keep it moving, right? I'd rather show you how to get the turkey, right? So that's really what I pride on. So every person I talk to that's willing to listen, I'm constantly sharing game and information that can really change their life. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I could do from an impact is share my knowledge, share my information, because then those that are listening can use that information and change not just their lives, yeah. but the, their family's lives, their future generation' lives. So I think that's really what I pride myself on right now.
2: No, I love it. And then if you if you had an opportunity though to, um, I mean, I mean, your your, your trajectory was awesome. So, yeah. uh, but if you had an opportunity to talk to Doug's eighteen year old self, uh, what would you tell him? What advice would you give him?
1: Yeah, I think what I would have done would would be. Um, buy property even earlier than what I bought it at, yeah, right? Yeah. And really just work on the business lines of credit. Mm-hmm. So even tapping in at 18, had that LLC set up, so now I can go ahead and get hundreds of thousands of dollars of funding. Yeah. So now when I do come out the gate running and tapping into my real estate portfolio, I would be able to hit the ground harder. Yeah. And, and number the, the biggest of them all is tapping in with a mentorship. Mm. I try, I'm a big do-it-yourself guy, not trying to spend a whole lot of money. So as a result, it took me a lot longer to get to where I needed to go. Yeah. Whereas if I would have just sacrificed and paid money for a real good mentorship and learned the steps, basically handhold or able to look over someone's shoulder, I would have been able to propel that much faster, that much further, and it would have not had to have given eight years in corporate America, right? Might only had to give them two years, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it would have shortened those, uh, those times. St- that time frame.
2: No, I love it, love it, love it. All right, so we're gonna do a quick uh, lightning round. Yeah, yep. uh, so we are inside the vault, and so mm-hmm. what we do with the lightning round, we take bank terms uh, and we flip them a little bit. But okay. you barred up, so you already yeah, you know. Lucky. All right, and so the first term we're gonna do is uh, deposit slip, right? Um and so you know, a deposit slip. You walk into the bank, you take the deposit slip, you write, you write whatever you're gonna deposit, you give it to the teller, the teller deposits it. Uh, but for us inside the vault, deposit slip. Uh, is uh, a money mistake, right? You slip up with, the, with, a, with a deposit. So, talk to me about the biggest deposit or, or, or the biggest money mistake or the biggest deposit slip uh, that you've made in your journey so far.
1: Alright. So, that would have been where I gave a contractor $100,000 from a purchase of the property as well as due to construction on the property. $100,000 cash. Mm. So, I didn't use OPM other people's money. Mm. And I gave the money to them too soon. Wow. So, as a result of that, it took me 2 years to get that project complete. Wow. Because I heard excuses, right? Yeah. It was Big Tank week, I don't, still to this day don't know who Big Tank is, and the Pope was in town. <laughs> right. So never wanna give too much money early on, especially when you're dealing with con- uh, construction, yeah. because that con- contract's gonna come with all types of excuses, especially when they have most of your funds. Yeah. So I gave up too much money, $100,000 upfront, mm-hmm. learning experience, but I'm glad that I learned it, because that. Is what catapulted me to be my own general contract and not have to rely on someone else mm. to put my projects together.
2: I love it. I love it. Second term uh, is charge off, right? And so you know, uh, when you go, you know, you use your credit card uh, and and you don't pay the bank back, the bank is gonna try to get their money, but eventually they're gonna they're gonna charge they're gonna charge the debt off, yeah. right? Um, and so um, for us inside the vault, uh, charge off is really what type of people or mindsets. And we, 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 we know about the girlfriend, but what type of people or mindsets did you have to charge off oh, you know, yeah. during your journey?
1: Yeah, so a lot of uh, friends, right? Yeah. So a lot of friends that weren't going the same direction, right? They still wanted to go out and party, they yeah. still wanted to go watch the game, drink mm-hmm. beers. Um, I had to let them go, Yeah. right? So I literally would only talk to not even a handful of people, it was probably like one or two people while especially in the cocoon, right? Mm, Still mm. to this day, I don't talk to everyone Mm. because a lot of of people aren't going in the direction that I want to go in, right? I need to be speaking to people that are constantly positive, constantly looking to improve, constantly looking to better themselves. So there's a lot of people that had to be charged off. Even some family members had to get charged off, unfortunately. So it's just part of the game when you are building and working towards success, you can't have that negativity. You can't have those people pulling you back. You can't have those people in your corner talking about what can't be done. Yeah, I need to speak to people that talk about what can be done, yeah. and that is possible.
2: Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. And last one is ATM, right? Uh, ATM machine is where you put your card in, you get some money back, uh, and and so you. I mean, you you gave us a lot of bars. I hope y'all like. If y'all ain't catch the bars, I need y'all to go back and watch this over because he gave us a lot of bars. Uh, and so for us uh, ATM is a, another teachable moment, right? Mm-hmm. I want, I want you to give the listeners like all these, these moments you gave us, but give us another teachable moment, something that, uh, happened in during your journey that you learned from that has made you who you are today. That's helped you get to that next level. You know, give us another teachable moment,
1: another teachable moment. Let's see, uh, ATM, ATM. All right. So when I had that hundred thousand dollars tied up, yeah, you know, my cash is basically depleted, right? I was working at the bank, this is money that I was literally saved, saving up. So I had to find alternative ways to go about funding my real estate deals, because I knew I didn't want to stop. Yeah. I couldn't stop my momentum, right? Yeah. So what I did was, I was always big on getting multiple credit cards. Yeah. So, you know how we would get these uh, these checks in the mail, uh-huh. right? So we get these checks in the mail, typically you would go from credit card companies, you would yeah. go ahead and shred them, throw them in the trash. Mm-hmm. So I say, you know what, I need cash, mm-hmm. right? And I'm l- looking at these teaser rates. Mm-hmm. So zero percent interest for 16 months, mm-hmm. right? So I say, you know what, I'm gonna write this check to myself mm-hmm. I'm gonna use this balance transfer mm-hmm. check and transfer that money into my account. So then I use that money to go ahead and buy real estate. Mm-hmm. So now I had to get yeah. creative and think outside the box. Yeah. So now I said, man, I, I worked so hard, Went from a $200 you know, credit card all the way up to you know, $20,000, $30,000 credit cards. Now, $600,000 credit mm-hmm. card. Mm-hmm. But I was able to tap into those balance transfers, mm. write the check to myself, and then go ahead and buy real estate mm. and fix yeah. real estate up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But the reason why I had so many credit cards was because now when I went ahead and dropped $60,000 off of these balance transfers, which is money from a card, mm. it still didn't hurt my... Utilization because right. I was still under thirty percent because right. of the massive amount of credit cards mm-hmm. that I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now fix that property up, got to rent it. Rented, but then I went to the bank to refinance that property. So mm-hmm. now when I got the refinance check, that was enough to pay off that credit card. Mm-hmm. And then now, then, yeah, then that was just another vehicle that I used mm-hmm. to go ahead and buy properties yeah. using that credit card through yeah. the
2: balance transfer. Man, my guy dug out all the bars. Listen, yeah. Doug, depth. I promise you, if uh, like like I said, man. Uh, This interview right here was nothing but bars. His story alone is inspiring. Uh, someone who was willing to do what he needed to do to get to the next level to build wealth. I need y'all to tap in inside the vault, recom You know, learn from somebody. Like get the fun pass or the what what is it? The fast, the fast pass. The fast pass. Get the fast <laughs> pass, right? Yeah. He look five hours online where he could have <laughs> did 20 rides, right? So if you know, you know, get the fast pass. I promise you, you know, one of the things that we pride ourselves here. Um, inside the vault is to is to bring you people who are not just like talkers and people who are who are faking jacks, like people who are really you know making it happen in real life in real time. Who have the receipts? We check the receipts. We really know. And so tap in with Doug. Make sure you go to insidethevaultre.com uh, and really just you know get that mentorship because you need three things, right? You need three things in life. You need shelter. You need food, and you need water, right? And so we're providing you with that with that other thing um, and so make sure you tap in um, Doug if they wanted to tap in with you and wanted to connect with you where can they find you
1: oh uh, you can go to Instagram Doug Dept is d-o-u-g Dept. that's like the abbreviation for department with the e at the end so it's d-e-p-t-e right and you go to execute with Doug as well but I uh, definitely man, I'm just thankful just to be
2: out here My and, yes, and share this
1: information with your platform
2: yes sir yes sir I All right, y'all another awesome episode of inside the vault with ash cash we are closing the vault make sure y'all tap in, tune in share this video like this video comment on this video check out inside the vault, re.com. i'm gonna see y'all next time for another powerful interview because this is the most powerful the greatest money mindset show on the planet so tap in tune in i'll see you next time in god's will same time same place peace in the ball.